Welcome to our next episode of Fandom Family Chats. This is a production of Family Fan Clubs on Facebook. You can find us all over Facebook. You can find us all over social media under Fandom Family Chats. Look us up, get dialed in, get plugged in, and get ready to listen to some crazy people talk crazy stuff. Well, welcome to another episode of Fandom Family Chats. Tonight I'm here with... I'm Jeanette. I'm Bethany. I'm Tiffany. And I'm Josh, and we are talking 911 and 911 Lone Star. Uh, I'm going to say that both of these episodes were very crazy. I think, wow. that's, that's, I think you can they put were. that mildly. Ooh, it was exciting. something else. <laughs> we, we hit the ground running, I guess, in a murder mystery, I guess, in kind of way, I guess is what they're looking at. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It took me way too long to realize that was a flashback at the beginning. <laughs> oh, I knew. I think it was from like the music they were playing because it was Green Day. And I was like, oh, we're back in the 90s. Yeah. Like, yeah. It took me a little bit to figure out who it was. But yeah, I was a little well, bit on. Too. And so it's like Green Day. Like I can't watch TV without captions. I don't know about you. I find them distracting. Like I ended up wanting to read it and then I'm like, like doing this the whole time. Like drives my husband crazy, but I'm like, I can't hear it without them. And I know that sounds weird, but like, I really get confused if I don't have them on. So, you know, it's funny. A lot of people do watch TV with captions and I think there was even, um, wasn't, I think I've seen several shows where they actually poke fun at that. I think even the Gilmore girls, I think did a, did a thing on that where they were talking about like, I can't, I can't understand the show without it. It's like, I, I didn't do it pre-children but after I had children the house is always loud so the only way I can watch stuff is if I have captions on and now I have to do it even when they're in bed like I have to do it all the time see now my my basic standard tv setup the way I watch all of our shows is like a 75 inch screen and a 7.1 surround sound and I'm talking about like floor style speakers and everything so we don't have to worry about not having trouble hearing yeah Yeah. it's it's loud (laughs) makes sense you put it too loud maybe you have problems hearing afterwards but, <laughs> but during the show you're great <laughs> this episode kind of made me nervous <laughs> i was yeah. really scared and and tim for a while there pretty crazy i liked their little detective work breaking into bobby's office though <laughs> there. and i loved how tim was just like i mean ride or die like there was no convincing yeah. him to go help he was just like okay let's do it you know, I think all he's been through, he was just ready to like full steam ahead. Yeah. yeah. Ready to jump in hundred percent. And it was Hen asking, Yeah, you know, and he, he had to make sure she knew like, you sure about this? Okay, good. Like after that, there was no doubt because if she was sure about it, then he was sure about it. Yeah. You know, so, cause it was Hen. You know what? That, that, that is a good point because like, we've never seen Hen with like something outrageous. Mm-hmm. or you know just like some wild conspiracy theory or whatever she has always been like on the top of her game i mean the the guy yeah. in the donation box i mean mm-hmm. she caught on to that like immediately like she heard the noise yeah. and was just like you could see it like moving in her head like it was like oh da 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 you know what i mean there's somebody in there etc cetera, etc cetera. you know and so i guess um i guess knowing her for long enough i'm sure Jiminy was just like, okay, we're going to take this seriously. We're not going <laughs> to just yeah. write it off. Plus, it was a, a distraction from uh, the rigmarole of everything else with Maddie and, mm-hmm. you know, too, as well. So, but. I mean, I don't know. I, maybe I'm the only one. I actually liked Jonah. And this whole episode, I kept 
just hoping there's gonna be something something that makes it like redeemable and then it, as it kept going on I was like nope 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 he's just he's just trying to you know, he's almost killing people okay cool I've never really like had like a strong opinion one way or the other on Jonah I just always thought he was just another member of the team I don't know why I just yeah I wanted to like him and then not to do that which it's fine I guess but there was no room for him at the firehouse we had to do something but he did play a good villain by the end of it though I think like it was he was an entertaining I think yeah believable villain so Mm -hmm. yeah absolutely it's true and it makes me wonder too if like did they just come up with this as a way of getting him out so that way Jimmy could have space was he always supposed to be you know the odd duck you know that kind of thing it just it makes me wonder you know what the writers had in mind or what the what the thought was you know it's like bobby was saying too he's like i let this man inside my house and it's just like i think in a weird way i think everybody kind of had that feeling it's just like you know as a viewer you're seeing it it's just like hey this is somebody you you want to like you know i mean even though they call him monday i mean it is what it is it's like he's a part of the team yeah Yeah, he's a new guy but i think we touched on this in a previous episode that like it almost happened so fast like here he was a side character you knew he wasn't going to be forever but then all of a sudden he's like this murderous villain and like it just happened so fast Mm -hmm. and and i agree with josh like was that always his purpose he was always a red shirt so to speak (laughs) you know he was always meant to just you know be the villain and that's how his story ended that's how he he got out of it but yeah it did happen kind of fast i don't think that they i mean they obviously they writers probably knew that's where it was going but Mm -hmm. it it came out of left field yeah i i think so i thought it was funny too when they they went over to bucks and i mean like it was like so he's like it's a little early and of course jim was like it's earlier when she showed up at my house (laughs) that was the perfect (laughs) line they just loved jim this whole episode like he was just fantastic Mm-hmm. yeah absolutely fantastic and that was crazy too like they're watching the video with buck and taylor and you're thinking okay this is right up taylor's alley i mean the journalist in her is going to be all over it and if they were ready to break the news it would be the perfect story it was on a silver platter and you know obviously shim's kind of like eh, he was hesitant you know he wanted mm-hmm. to protect it from taylor he was smart he knew yep but yep. like nope you can trust us. We got this. And I wanted so bad for Buck's sake that he was going to be right in this. I was thinking like, yeah, you know, they're in a bit long enough relationship. She's part of the team because she's, you know, dating Buck. Yeah, let this be, you know, she's going to go along with them. She's going to side with them. She's going to be discreet. Yeah. And that was not the case. <laughs> Which we again, I saw it coming, but, you know, you kind of, for yeah. Buck's sake, we're, we're hoping that wasn't going to happen, but never mind. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I think Buck is maybe just a little too trusting in some sometimes. He always is. I mean, I love his little sweetheart, but I mean, like, I think he always is. He's just really naive when it comes to, and I mean, part of me wanted to be like, okay, this, this is her job. This is what she does, but I just wish she could have went about it in a way that didn't betray anyone's trust. Like, Maybe after they called him, been like, guys, as soon as we catch him, like, I'm going to run with it. Like, so you're not caught off guard. You know, obviously, you know, don't mess up them trying to catch him, but letting her have, like, I don't know, 
there could have been a different way she could have handled it i think to me though as soon as they start looking at the tape and everything else like that it just like you can see it in her eyes it's like a little thing clicks and it's just like i mean it's her job that's that's her passion you know it is but it just to me i don't know why it just it feels like greed i don't know if that's just kind of the yeah no i can i I can see that you i don't know you know it's like sometimes you see these people and 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 these characters and and they portray that very well where it's just like all of a sudden everything just drops away and it's all Mm -hmm. about what they can gain from it right it doesn't matter who's around them you know and i'm not saying that's what she was thinking but that's kind of the vibe i was getting you know Mm -hmm. i think it probably is i mean i think that's kind of who she's always been there's just never been here lately there hasn't been a situation to make that happen i mean she did that way back when with bobby when we first met her so i mean she's ambitious and this is i mean nothing stands in her way here and unfortunately that's not going to work because buck is way too loyal of a person to be with someone who who could do that but i mean i think that's who taylor's always been Uh, yeah it it just goes to show you in a situation like that she has she's at a crossroads she has to choose the story you know the journalist in her and go for the story or is she going to go with the people in her life at that's when the rubber hits the road who who what are you going to hold at a higher standard my family and their well-being or i'm the journalist this is my story my career and that well-being and so Mm -hmm. she chose and she chose her career she chose the story and that's kind of sad because you're thinking you know if it were me and my family (laughs) you know well i'd choose my family first but the point is is that you know she's not thinking of them that way you know yeah she's not thinking oh buck's my family and and these are his family so i'm not going to betray them you know if it was anybody else if it were may if it were you know anyone else on the team you know what if may had gone to school to become a journalist and this was her she would you know protect bobby and athena before she'd run with the story you know so it just kind of goes to show you where taylor stands yeah and after the whole fiasco of ask you know asking him her to move in and for the wrong reasons that probably didn't help or that probably helped yeah. her the decision she made it probably you, did yeah you know I can't blame her no. now when he called when he made the call he kind of already obviously kind of made it seem like somebody had alerted him or was trying to get a hold of him about like find out more about the story or something like that i, I was a little confused on that but obviously yeah. we know that she forwarded on information in other words basically but she was trying to get more but i was a little confused on that as far as how he got tipped off specifically did he call her after he saw it like on the news i think it was because bobby decided to go ahead and file a formal i guess i don't know complaint Mm -hmm. and so i think jonah got a phone call from his superior oh putting him on they put him on light duty and you Mm know they're opening an investigation and that's what tipped him off was you know yeah so it, i mean it wasn't her like because i don't think she her story had even dropped until after right until after like they had already caught jonah mm-hmm. but she had already sent like information to somebody because remember when he walked in and they had right. his, his profile was up yeah. on the screen remember it that's even true. had the info of, of the of him as a kid so yeah she had already gathered all the information for the story and sent it over to the station, I think. Mm-hmm. That's why she already had the stock photo and the full name. That's when Maddie was like, how did she get all this information? Like, they yeah. just, you know, 10 minutes. It's because she yeah. had it gathered from all that time. She was collecting everything and putting it together. What did y'all think about Maddie and Karen working together? 
I was really impressed by them. Mm-hmm. Especially Karen. <laughs> I was glad that Hen called Karen, you know, like thankfully somebody knows. So now you're thinking, okay, she's got to help them somehow. I was a little annoyed that like she didn't call like sooner. Like, yeah. you know, Maddie gets all the way to the house. They've already been taken and like no one's like thought to alert her. Cause I mean, like, even like Hen said, like he's supposed to be meeting Maddie with G. Like, my first thought would be like, oh my gosh, call Maddie, make sure she doesn't walk in on this with the baby. <laughs> But I was so confused too as to why she just kept calling Jim's number over and over again and never once yeah. called Maddie. And I was like, yeah. why or did call, you call Maddie? Yeah, or call like Bobby and Athena, have somebody else go over there and be That's like, you know, backup for this. We just sit there and just wait for it. Maybe they just didn't realize how dangerous he was. Like maybe they weren't. I mean, it's Jonah. They've worked with him for so long. They're gardening. Yeah. I don't know. I thought she was a little delayed on that, you know. Mm-hmm. And she was still in the house too. Like, even if I didn't think they were going to come for me, I would probably get my kid out of there just in case. Might be wise. (laughs) But she didn't. So I don't know. Yeah. She's like, I got to get G out of here and call 911. It's like, Karen, you should have done that hours ago. (laughs) Get your kid out of there and call 911. Yeah. You got a friend who's on the police force. Like, you could just call Athena and just have her go do like just a check without actually calling 911. Yeah, your wellness check immediately. Yeah, yeah. Which yeah, I, I guess kind of what ended up happening. I guess that's why they ended up showing up later. But yeah, no. I think I, I don't know. I think I would have been calling nine one one like immediately, and mm-hmm. then you know let them be like, uh, well, man, there's no real situation yet. You know, right. <laughs> <It'd be> like, <laughs> okay, well, I'll call you back in five minutes when there is. <laughs> <laughs> Just stay there because it's gonna happen. <laughs> yeah that was the first thing i thought of too i definitely would have gone out there faster you know she's telling the kid i think she said let me grab my purse or let me grab something like purse i understand yeah you're gonna need your phone probably your wallet but yeah driver's license but she said something like go grab something and we're leaving and i'm like he just said don't even grab you're like you know everybody was like okay let's just do the opposite <laughs> like don't grab a bag grab the kid get out of the house let's go what was jonah injecting him with i don't know i don't know he said what it was and i don't remember i probably (laughs) would know how to pronounce it he did say what it was but it was i don't know exactly what it was called but i will say this though that whole scene the whole injection and the hard stopping and that that was pretty intense for this show yes it was so stressful yeah and dark Uh, i mean just i mean got hand just tied up there like watching the whole thing it was really it was much darker than we've ever seen yeah i don't think we've seen anything quite as sadistic you know on this show i mean we've seen crazy um, stuff on lone star but on this one i feel like so maybe like you know what maybe when athena that guy that like attacked her oh yeah that was that was pretty intense but that's the only other thing i can and i guess the maddie storyline with her husband with doug that was pretty terrible too okay yeah, yeah you're right those were yeah were, i guess i've just yeah. forgotten about those until just now <laughs> they were just too long ago we a while buried that that trauma you know <laughs> it was we just covered that trauma right over yeah those are notable story arcs it's not an everyday episode so mm-hmm. this is obviously just another notable story arc so the fact that it's something that is significant and not an everyday thing you know, so they yeah. don't get dark every episode, but mm-hmm. obviously this one did, and, and um, like the others. But I think it's maybe something that you do 
every so often, you know, it's almost the end of the series. So it's like that climax right before the yeah. season. End of the season. Don't don't scare. End of the season. I was being British for a second there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the end of the season, not the series. Okay, Fox. We're don't put it. Now they cancel it. It's all going to be your fault. Right. <laughs> oh, I was speaking British. Blame you. Now, Bobby blaming himself, like we were saying, him worried about them, you know, bringing them into his house and all that. That was sad. Like I felt, you know, bad for him because I mean, it obviously, wasn't your fault, you know. He's not had some really good good luck lately. I mean, everything with May, the you know, it's happening. But you know what I've noticed, it, and and it just seems like Bobby just has this resolve about him now. I mean, it just feels like I'm not saying that he can get anything thrown at him and he's gonna, you know, be okay. But he just really feels like solid. You know what I mean? It's just like, yeah, he's blaming himself, but at the same time, he's just still. I don't know, even just the way he approached him. I mean, I know he hit him, but he just, (laughs) he deserved it. Yeah. But it was so funny because it just, it it didn't seem like he was upset, but it didn't seem like it had moved his world. You know what I mean? That kind of thing. It was just kind of like, okay, I'm mad. I'm maybe upset at myself, you know, Mm -hmm. for allowing this to happen, but he handled it, you know, and it just kind of kind of seem but he wasn't gonna fall apart right right you know it doesn't seem like he was gonna you know spiral into some episode or something you know what i mean going from there but mm-hmm. he, i don't know i am curious how he got hired when they looked at his previous experience and all red flags popped up instantly yeah Did no one see those when he started <laughs> he like moved over and over again like yeah right? I mean, that, you think that would just make you ask some questions but you know jonah was like charming and smooth so even if that question came up he may have had an explanation for it and been able to like you know just explain that he just maybe he doesn't even change the scenery he doesn't like to stay in one place where i mean i could see him like talking his way out of it i think yeah i agree with that charming (laughs) he's like yes he was (laughs) i think so Yeah. yeah no i'd have to agree with that i think that he probably just as things started to get bad you know would move on and and a lot of times that's what happens with people that are very charismatic you know what i mean mm-hmm. you trust them and then you realize that yeah that was a big mistake you know and and two if he was saving these people even though there was red flags i guarantee there was a lot of people that were going oh well there's this wrong and there's that wrong but you know what he's doing a good job because mm-hmm. that guy's not dead and that guy's not dead and you know what i mean and it's just yeah. like it can blur absolutely it's pretty easy to not see it when that's right in front of you and if he moves away fast enough they didn't have enough time to like process everything and realize okay something's not right here well he's gone he's not a problem anymore you know mm-hmm. i'm curious how many patients he killed though i know i wonder if they're going to be able to go back like you know at his trial or something and and how many counts of murder they can truly charge him for yeah yeah i'd be interested to see that yeah i will say this not to get too far back on on buck and taylor but i'm not team taylor anymore i was i really was i I, I, I liked her not so much anymore no no. No, i mean after I don't hate her because I see it, it's just that's who she is she's ambitious she's worried about her career cool 
but I just don't see it as a fit with book. There is no way that that, that will work now. I yeah. think this is going to be the end of it. Yeah. This is going to cause it. Yeah. I mean, I don't hate her, but I don't, she's not the right person for him. Oh, and I think that's, was, that was their point. You know, okay, we're going to go ahead and give a really valid reason <laughs> for Buck and Taylor to just split ways and that's going to. him and Lucy can happen. I mean, that's what's going to happen. Yeah. I'm going to see why they moved her in. What was the point of that storyline? <laughs> so he could trust her and she could betray him. Exactly. Yeah. And have a definitive reason to walk away. And mm-hmm. now, now he can be with Lucy. I guess another win for the Gilmore Girls. <laughs> another win for the Gilmore Girls. Yay! <laughs> I call her Lindsay, so there you go. If you ever hear the word Lindsay, I'm really mean Lucy. <laughs> I'm probably going to accidentally call her Lindsay one day. Why does she have all these <laughs> like, L names? Because on Vampire Diary, Lexi. she was Lexi. <laughs> that's really? Yes, and that's what I think of when I see her. What's yeah. her real name? Ariel. Ariel. So it's not an L. I know. Mm-hmm. that's funny she just like, L. yeah it'd be funny like if her real name started with an l and it'd just be like a bit but it's not oh ariel maybe that's it who knows that's funny that that yeah. kind of that's kind of interesting because like makes you wonder maybe she's just got it in her contract or it's just <laughs> as fate would have type <laughs> well, and we have to have her on the podcast and ask her why are all your characters an yeah. And she would be the perfect guest too, you know. Right? She, she covers so, so many shows. of our shows. She covers so many shows that we a crossover episode, like our crossover episode. I love we need to make it happen. Okay, guys, let's do this. Oh man! And then Eddie, Eddie finally <sighs> making a little headway in amends there. Yeah. So he came know. to El Paso, right, to see his parents. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I don't remember, I think it's because I watched these series, I watched them so fast, like I do all the my shows, like I just fly through these series. I didn't really, I mean, I kind of remember there was some like tension, but I didn't realize, I didn't remember it being so bad with his dad. Did we know that it was like that tragic before or did we like, was this new information? I think this was new because I, I, I didn't, Okay. none of it was like ringing bells in my head at all, you know, Okay. not for me. Yeah, yeah. And, and like I said, I knew that he kind of had some tension with his parents, yeah. but I it I didn't know anything about this, so I was afraid I just missed it. The last time we saw them, they were celebrating because he was recovering from his gunshot. So it was like a really big celebration, but I do know that in his will, he has Buck as the legal guardian for Christopher yeah. over his parents and even buck was saying aren't your family gonna fight for him you know they're not gonna stand for this he goes let them fight i don't care he's gonna be yours so even though he's not estranged from his family he's got a good relationship i there's still like you said some tension enough tension there that he would you know choose buck over them and he would rather them fight buck and lose than you know hey well it's his parents you think Mm -hmm. I do remember that. Yeah, because yeah, I remember thinking, oh, that's like a nice gesture. Like he's just trying to solidify his, you know, brotherly bond with with Buck. Mm-hmm. But there was maybe more to that than than just solidifying his bond with Buck. Yeah, huh. it sounds like it. Yeah. But I mean, I did feel bad when we saw his dad like have a heart attack, like especially like right after like you're saying these terrible things to him. And just yeah. 
I mean, God, that would like kill me if here I am, even if it's like warranted what I'm saying. <laughs> and then you turn around and have a heart attack afterwards. Like, ew, yikes. Yeah, but, but he knew what to do right away too with the nitro mm-hmm. pills. He was like, mm-hmm. where are they at? And we like, we got to see a parallel. I mean, we've talked about how Eddie won't really admit to all the trouble that he's having and he won't tell people like with the, the struggles he's having. Well, obviously that's same as his dad, like just doesn't want people to see him as weak or have to like you know take care of him so maybe this will help eddie now too seeing like it's okay to let people in and let people know what you're going through rather than trying to like shoulder it all it's very common in hispanic culture mm-hmm. you know especially in the men it's just like you know they they call it machismo you know and uh i don't know if that's slang or whatnot but anyway if it is yeah but uh it's just uh kind of one of those things that's just they don't like to admit defeat you know what i mean it's like you yeah. gotta you know, be a man you know that kind of thing and so yeah yeah that so causes next, problems yeah. sometimes so next week next week's our finale mm-hmm. oh wow i believe Maybe. it's time for a season finale already right oh, i don't want to just started i know they took that break in the middle way That's too long, long of a break long break yeah it feels like we just get it back and now we have to wait till next fall yeah, but the fall will be here before we know it. That's the bad part. That is true. Oh we'll God. be sitting here saying it's fall. <laughs> yeah, next week looks kind of scary. I'm Very not sure what... I can't tell if there's, like, something that crashed down in a ravine or if they're, like, trying to rescue climbers or something. I'm not really sure. Either way, they're, like, rappelling down a mountain hmm. off of the fire truck. And then the fire truck starts to repel down with them no <laughs> comes right after him <laughs> my turn <laughs> i know it's like hey, no, for me <laughs> no oh my gosh that does seem scary yeah i can, uh, hear, I can hear them yelling for bobby to like detach himself so it's kind of the moment when you yeah. want to just wake up from the nightmare <laughs> I hope that happens <laughs> My question is, did anybody not see Jurassic Park? I mean, you don't attach to a winch and rappel down anything. That car is coming with you. <laughs> True. Oh, they weren't 90s kids and it shows. <laughs> <laughs> Some of them actually may have been. <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> Probably. That was a good episode. I think that does it for 911. Mm-hmm. Lone Star. Lone Star. This episode was like, I loved this episode. And then, of course, at the end, I had like a minor cardiac event. So I got so confused and was thinking that the finale was that episode and was like, no, we have to wait until next season. And then I was like, oh, never mind. I'm just getting confused. Yeah, she scared us all. Like, I was thinking, like, there's no way. There's no way. But I had looked at our schedule and I'm like, I think it's a finale next week. And I'm like, she's like, no, I think that's it. And so like, we were both looking things up and I'm like, okay. <laughs> we got one more. We got one more. We got one more episode. Uh, but uh, the rescues this week, those were kind of crazy too. They, like, this, they were some interesting ones for sure. Crazy. Right in the trash compactor. That was funny. Okay. Oh. So I will say this. Y'all had to know from the second the guy was like, oh, I cut the power. The power was not cut. <laughs> Even the way he turned back it. on. <laughs> I love the humor in this show, though, because I love how, like, this one does it even more than the the OG 911. 
how we're in this really serious situation. Yeah. And it's not like other fire shows where like it's intense and like we're in it. Yeah. They're making like they make kind of little jokes like about like, you know, just like when Mateo, he's like, what'd you do? I unplugged it. It brings in this little bit of humor. It but it, like it, it all comes situation. from Mateo though. That's the beauty of it. That's what I love about it. Owen too. sometimes I, too. Yeah, that's he true. had some he had some little fun stuff. And lately Tommy has even been throwing in the little like funny lines here mm-hmm. and there. So but Mateo I, usually is the one. <laughs> I do like the fact that I mean I want I definitely want to mix, but I do like the fact that they kind of focus on on the people side of things in 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 Lone Star. Uh, it's just like the guy in the trash can bag. I mean, they gave us this whole backstory of these two you know separated lovers, and it's yeah. just like you kind of get invested in that. I mean, it was a whole minute in thirty seconds, but it's just like. <laughs> By the end of it, you're kind of rooting for them, you know. Exactly. I mean, I was sad that what were they calling the little owl? I was sad. I was like, oh, he broke it. You know, it's just I was upset by this because I was invested at this point. But my issue was, okay, first of all, it's dumb to like try to reach down there and get this. But also, she's standing right there. Why don't you at least hold his feet? Right. That's what I was thinking. Why didn't you hold his feet? Well, I, I would think, though, that there's got to be something instinctively when you're watching somebody dangle that, you know, would think you would travel. Well, I would think that, but also that I might be next, you know, <laughs> so it'd be like, I feel like I would grab him instantly without even thinking about it. I would have grabbed his feet. Yeah. And then maybe if I started to slip, I might let go. We'll see. But like, I, I mean, like I would try to help. I'd hate to think that I'd let go, but I think instinctively, I think a lot of people would let go. I mean, but if it, if likewise, yeah. absolutely, yeah, exactly. But likewise, I mean, grab his feet. Oh, he okay. was barely over the edge. I would have yeah. totally done that. And he wouldn't have fallen because he wasn't deep enough yeah. and the weight would have been stronger on the floor side that he absolutely would have been able to reach and grab the owl and reach out there would have been no problem if she had yeah. just walked up and well, she could have like propped her little feet up so like against the wall so she could hold on and like give herself leverage i this think it's not happened yeah absolutely so if i was him i don't know that i'd want her back like you didn't even try <laughs> to help me it's the guy when they thought the aliens and he leaves the girl when they thought there were aliens and he's like i promise i'm never gonna leave you again and then he leaves her immediately well it was aliens but oh that's true i will say this and 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 not to shoot this back to gilmore girls again but there's always it's always back to gilmore girls there's just about every answer for everything in life in the gilmore girls you don't throw the stuff away you put it in a box and you stick it in the closet because there'll be a time someday that you wish you hadn't have done that had thrown it out learn that from young taped it up and set it away he wouldn't have ended up in the trash can back then, so life lessons from lorelei mm-hmm. hey they're the l's life lessons from lorelei there you go right a little spin-off series guys <laughs> yes I really oh. like the other rescue they did too. Yeah. The woman and her sons. Yeah. Man, Owen just saved the day again. God. Yep. Oh, God. Yes. I can't believe she put it in neutral, but I can't believe she answered that phone. If she was truly trying to run away from him, I would have just let it go to voicemail. She would have been safe, oh, far away enough from him before he actually got wind of it or called her. 
I don't know why she, well, I mean, if she didn't long. answer, he could have come after her. Yeah, it's that's true. what I was thinking. Like, if, if that's true. Much, everything's normal, maybe she would have made it worse for herself. Mm-hmm. Maybe don't answer and then shoot a text, like, making an excuse as to why you couldn't answer it. So, like, he wouldn't have heard the kids in the background and all that. So, I don't know. Yeah. I felt like that, that was yeah. scary, though. I mean, what did she go back in for? I was trying to remember. It was something one of the kids asked for, right? Yeah, I His, think, yeah. yeah. Giraffe or something like that is green giraffe or whatever he called it. Yeah, I would have promised him anything in the world. I will buy you this. I will buy you that. We just gotta go, kid. I don't know. Kids at that age are usually pretty manipulative. Like you can manipulate them. Like you could tell them like you're gonna buy them something new and like make it exciting. I don't know. Thing you an adventure. We're going on an adventure, (laughs) and I'll find you a special adventure buddy. (laughs) Exactly. We'll we'll get somebody something new. Yeah, it, you know, and it was frustrating too because I get it. Some of those cars have those auto locks, right? You know, it's like yeah. you close the door. I did that once to myself when I had the Mustang, and mm-hmm. uh, thankfully it was not in gear and there was nobody inside of it. But yeah. it uh, it locked on its own, and but I was I wasn't moving, so I was able to unlock it, you know, and and, and get it going mm-hmm. from there. I don't know. It's just like to me. <sighs> I mean, carry a knife, you know, that's what I always carry a knife everywhere. Of course, that's Texas, you know, smash that window, yeah. you know, but sometimes when you panic, you panic, you know, you don't, yeah. you don't think. It's the first thing I thought of, break the window, but then you don't want to cut the kids. But if you do it far away enough from them, I'm thinking, you know, maybe they wouldn't have had any injury from yeah. that versus injury. But I mean, I don't know. You think that there'd be some other feature that she could do. It's and I'm thinking too, so like you can't even like I don't know. You I can't mean, what run on a neighbor's Mm-mm. door. Yeah, it's going downhill. I mean, what a mom though. I mean, you just lay down in front of the wheel to stop it. Like that's. I would definitely go with the window first. <laughs> I would have tried. I think the window, yeah, would have been the better option. But then again, like it's moving. I don't know if I can give enough force. Like, like me is like. I mean, I'm not exactly like a super strong person. I don't know if I could actually break a window, especially if it's moving. Like, and I'm trying to like. I don't know if your kids are about to roll into traffic, you might become super mom in that moment and just the adrenaline will let you break it. I was wondering why she didn't have like the strength. They say that, you know, they, the adrenaline, like they, what was this? I heard a story that a mother had actually had pushed the car or something like that. I don't know. Oh no, there's not just like, there's video of like lifting the the car. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, it's it's crazy when you when your adrenaline kicks in, especially if it's a mother of a child. I mean, that's what they say, mama bear. I mean, mm-hmm. I you know, <laughs> you've seen it. I mean, it's just like don't get in their way, you know. And I yeah. think it's probably was her last resort, you know, thinking, you know what, uh, if I got to stop the car one way or the other, this is the only way I can, you know. So shout out to motherhood. Yeah, I think you know, she's a mom. She literally, you know became a human speed bump is how they said it you know and to stop and think like wow you think any parent would do that you know i'm not a parent so it's to see that but you know any parent i think would do that and my mom would have done that too so i was almost going to be like shout out to all the moms out there like so close to mother's day but i honestly thought that she was going to get the strength to stop it when she was putting her hand on the back Mm -hmm. because they i think it was like 10 times their strength or something in that situation i'm thinking if someone can lift a car 
certainly she can hold it back with her hands like can't she just stop it so i literally was hoping that was going to be the case but you know it didn't seem like it was going to go there and obviously wasn't you know yeah i I think my favorite thing of all of that though was hulk smash (laughs) (laughs) me too me too i loved it yeah Mateo, the world needs more Mateos. Yeah, he was, he was here for it. Everybody else was trying to be like, no, Owen, don't do it. And he's like, no, looks <laughs> with his Captain America pajamas. <laughs> but how clever of Owen to like provoke the man to hitting him so then they could arrest him, you know? Like, I love, I love that. Yeah, because Carlos was like, hey, look, I can't, you know, do anything. Do anything. And that's the bad part, too. It's just like sometimes it's like, Police can't do anything if there's no evidence, you know what I mean? Yeah. But still, it's just like, you know, they got yeah. to do, but. Yeah, I mean, it's twofold because, I mean, you also can't, you know, there has to be like, I mean, the situation where, I mean, like, what if she wasn't telling the truth and then sure. like, you can't just arrest him? So, I mean, yeah. it sucks, though. I mean, like, yeah. so. Well, and see, and that's the thing. I mean, I think life in the system is just not fair. Because you've seen these horror stories of people that get their kids taken from them and they are perfectly innocent. I, I was watching a story. There was a, a kid that ran a marathon with his family. And uh, that was here. Was yeah. that there? Do you see that story? And, and they took the photo with everybody that was crossing the finish line holding hands. Every single person crossing the finish line was holding hands together. And it's a little kid, right? And so he's getting pulled by his mom and his dad who are taller than him and so he's like skip jumping as he's crossing the finish line so what happens cps starts an investigation because somebody complains that they were dragging him across well there's actually more to it um there are people that say that they saw him like several times like physically crying saying he couldn't do it and it was a full marathon so like people that like our marathon runner said that there's they hadn't he had no business running this like all through the race the poor kid was crying and like they were just like no no come on we'll buy you something when we get done and so i don't know but that was here it was for like a dirt it was like a week before derby thing or whatever like because he was i don't remember how old he was like he was little like i think like shelby's age like he was little and it's yeah. always so hard because no matter what this it's hard to know you know yeah and the child's just innocent and caught up in the middle you know yeah. and well in uh chicago med there's a lot of stories like that where they call you know cps on a child where they think something's going on and oh, suddenly they realize whoops that's not at all the case mm-hmm. and now here they are being separated from their parent this innocent child and mm-hmm. in reality you know they had no reason to be and now they're yeah. losing their parent or yeah it's always hard to know back. you yeah. know what's going on but yeah. then the other side is you don't want to not do something and then exactly. they really were hurting them so i don't know it's, it's complicated but Literally. it was clear that this guy i mean you could tell this that she was terrified so i'm glad that owen stepped up and took care Did of it you know <laughs> um tommy this week it was so cool to like i liked seeing her kind of let loose i mean i'm in the i know i don't know if i'm in the minority or not but i liked her with julius he brought out this side of tommy that like we don't we had never seen it was like this sexy fun side that i don't think i'd ever seen but something about their chemistry i think really brought that out they have great chemistry you could 
cut it with a knife yeah it was but it was i liked it yeah that that scene where where they're cleaning out the you know the clothes and everything else like that that was really bittersweet because i mean obviously you have to close the chapter right you know what i mean but I mean, it all depends on the person right you know you, yeah. you have to move on and somehow you don't it doesn't change anything but you just learn to live with it right and mm-hmm. and i guess getting the stuff out of there was her way of learning how to mm-hmm. live with it you know and and moving on from there but it was so funny you know when he's putting on those shoes that i'm just thinking at the same time it's like there is a lot of tension between them there's a lot of attraction between them and I'm like, this is good for the, her. This is good for him. And at the same time, in the back of my head, I'm thinking, oh man, how much of her husband does she see right now? You know, oh, it's just like, yeah. Hmm. yeah, yeah. You know, that's, that's heartbreaking. Bad. You know, so it was just kind of, it was bittersweet. You know what I mean? And so mm-hmm. I just, I don't know, you know, how much uh, of that, you know, is is that, or how much of it is just just truly them. But at the same time, it's like sometimes things just work out, you know, and it's just like mm-hmm. it was meant to be, you know. And yeah. of course, they uh, they go see him perform, and I'm sure that definitely helped a lot, you know. Yeah, he had an awful, he had a really beautiful voice and yeah. playing the guitar. I mean, and the way he looked at her the whole time, it <laughs> hurt. Lord, I'm surprised the building didn't catch fire. <laughs> <laughs> Good observation. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> exactly. He started singing, and I was like, "Oh Lord, he can sing too!" Like, I don't know what to do here. His voice he could, but then now we get to see it, and it's like, "Whoa, yeah." You know. He can yeah. sing, play the guitar, and he's wearing those shoes. <laughs> he looks like that. Yeah, I was. I liked it. She never said a chance. <laughs> no oh, oh no 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 yeah no that that's that that's 100 accurate yeah they they did not have uh yeah no that that's true but it was so funny too because it feels like you know they have their moment and uh you know it's like what did she say i guess i'm crazy too you know mm-hmm. and, and i thought that was i thought it was a sweet moment i mean what, what yeah. they showed i think was was very sweet but then i i i have to kind of I don't, I don't want to say laugh because it's not laugh, but it's just kind of at the same time, you just kind of go, oh, because what does she do? The first thing she goes out and visits Charles Grave. Right. It's like, oh, man. It kind of hit a little deeper, you know? You know? Yeah. I was afraid that she was going there and like would be sort of feeling a little guilty and like wanting like to somehow yeah. ask permission, even though you can't really get permission. But I kind of liked her confidence in that she was like, I think you would be okay with this. And that's one of the things I do like about Tommy is just her confidence. And when she makes a decision, like, I mean, she sticks by it and there's no wavering and she's confident in it. And I think, I don't know, that's not how I thought it was going to go. No, same here. Because I really, I really did feel like she was going to kind of like apologize that's what i kind of like when i first saw her you know there over the grail i was like oh she's feeling guilty and i have a feeling that she probably did feel a little guilty but at the same time was just looking for that i don't even want to say permission like you said just it's like reassurance that 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 knowing that hey everything's okay you know what i mean it's just and i think gina torres gets typecast a lot because she always plays just these strong brilliant intelligent just 
just wonderful characters you know and everything mm-hmm. that i've seen her in i mean she could have played other types of characters and things that i haven't seen her in, but in everything that i've seen her in i mean she's just that type of individual and and so i think that you know that kind of maybe it's just part of who she is in real life and that just kind of leaks out into her characters you know what i mean so i mean yeah. I, don't, I don't know her maybe. but <laughs> you know, it's just, well, maybe though but then of course obviously uh, all good all episode i'm rooting for it and then all of a sudden yeah they no, turn away from that's us. not gonna happen yeah as, as quickly as it came it's just like gone and honestly i think it, that's why she had so much confidence at the graveside because i think if she had felt guilty and <laughs> did that storyline then it would have been okay here's this that she can go to but the something the guilt or is holding her back but yeah. the fact that she felt you know that charles was i think she said i feel your blessing on this you know i'm here to ask for your blessing but i kind of feel it already you know the fact that she felt free you know and like you like josh said assurance to yeah. do this and the fact that Julius, you know, said, hey, I love you. And he, you know, obviously wants a relationship with her. Also, the thing that holds it back is what Julius said. So it's like you knew that there was another shoe that was going to drop. You yeah. just didn't know what shoe was going to drop. And it was surprising, you know, to see that that's how it played out. Because I honestly thought it was going to be, I'm ready, but Charles is not. You know, even though he's not there anymore. You know, so I, it, it was definitely surprising to see that well, that's other, how it was. The other shoe did drop. She gave him to him, so. <laughs> oh, that's true. Wow. Yeah, that's true. He had both shoes. After <laughs> he tried to smash one of them. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, the shoe's going to drop now. <laughs> but, you know, I will be honest. I hope that's not the end. I hope I that. I don't know if it, it may not be. I think we have a chance of it coming back, I think. I hope so. I really like them together. Mm-hmm. Well, they say distance makes the heart grow fonder. You yeah. know, yeah. I I, I really do think it's it's a it's a nice. Um, There's just something very poetic, very you know, um, I don't know the the right words, but it's just very love story like. You know what I mean? Because they both have this individual that they are that they you know both known and and love. You know mm-hmm. that has brought them together, and then yeah, you know, as fate would have it. You know, and I think that probably happens more often than you even know. I mean, just because you could maybe not with like a brother, but like with someone else who loved that person that you've lost equally, because it's like you said, I mean, it's something that you can have together and can bond over and it can bring you closer together. So it's a mutual loss. You know, mm-hmm. those were probably the two people that Charles loved the most. You know, they don't yeah. mention yeah. parents Mm-mm. at all. So, you know, in his family his brother and his wife i mean other than his two daughters those are the only i mean his two daughters are probably the two people that he loved the most but you know his wife and his mother you know those were that was his family the Mm -hmm. closest you know that was his immediate family yeah you know he'd have any other siblings and talking about about fire nancy I thought about you as soon as I saw it. I was like, Josh is going to be so happy. Oh, that was funny. (laughs) I'm here. I'm I'm looking at Mateo and Nancy in bed, and the first thing that I think of is, oh, Josh is going to be so happy. Yeah, that's what I thought. That's exactly. That was exactly it. I was like, like, what's happening? Oh, 
Oh no, wait. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I love it. I will say that I was really, really mad when he's starting to kind of mess things up. I'm like, dude, you don't mess up an opportunity like this. Like, like, no, 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 no. <laughs> he just got so insecure. I didn't realize how big the height because, like, she said, "I'm sorry." No, you're fine. I was gonna say, like, I didn't even notice how big the height difference was until this episode. I was like, how did I miss that? Because it actually is pretty significant. Yeah. But like, I didn't notice it. We were trying to find online how tall she is, Six but like, you can't find her. Like, we looked and they were giving us a different lady because I tried to say she was five eight. I'm like, well, she's taller than five eight. Like, she's taller than that. No, she's six one. She's six okay. one. Uh, yeah, on her on her Instagram because she was actually uh making a joke yeah. about that and now i know why she was making a joke about that because of this oh. episode was coming okay. up it was like a, that sounds more like it we'll have to make sure we tell shelby because we were trying to figure this out and we couldn't so i don't know how tall mateo is though i think they oh. said he was five he was like five eight or five nine or something like so i mean that sounds about right so i mean he's he's still on the short side for a man and here she's on the tall side for a woman so you know okay. just how it is but yeah. I, they're still adorable together so i love it no i know and and you know i i think i'm like five nine so i think for a hispanic guy that's about average right so that's probably where he's you know for a hispanic man he's probably about the average height for, for yeah that. but it's it's funny it's just like i think and now what is it i i think the uh that whole height thing has just gone away now it's like people keep pointing yeah. out like but uh what's his name guys play spider-man and zendaya you know what oh, I mean? right like, tom holland tom holland mm-hmm. there you go uh, and so it's all changed yeah. now you know yeah. but yeah i get it it can can be an issue you know it's like it's usually like what i've seen at other times it's usually like the, the girl who's insecure because she's so much taller than than them which i've never experienced because i'm five two so I mean, I'm not taller than any man unless he's a child. So, I mean, this has never happened to me. But I, I usually see like the woman being insecure about that. But I love it. she wasn't insecure at all. She was just no. totally confident in it. You know, well, I mean, like she said, she's always been that height. Yeah. <laughs> he's always been shorter than her. Why is it a big deal now? Exactly, exactly. I'm like, but you know what it was is because I think things were were becoming a lot more real you know mm-hmm. and so before it was just like a cool idea and then now things are actually you know evolving in the relationship and it's just like you know i guess he's starting to think more more seriously about things you know but i at the whole time i'm just thinking mateo i swear to god if you mess this thing up I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> he almost did but thankfully oh amanda's not here to ask the whole chili frito no frito i sent her a message i was like i do that in kentucky i put like corn chips in my chili not all the time but sometimes there, there's a yeah. big conspiracy going on in texas and it has to do with austin and the influence that austin has uh from california but uh in south texas pretty much you can draw a line right through the half of the state right yeah south texas and below you put beans in your chili and you put fritos in your chili that's just the way it is yeah everything above that yeah that's chili everything above that above austin dallas all those it's chili con carne and it's not chili con carne which it's supposed to be which is completely different other thing it's a mexican dish but they no. call it chili con carne and it does not have beans in it 
and it's not the same thing. Oh, see now, okay. The only reason chili without beans is it? If there's no chili in the in it, then what I want is I want yeah, I want Cincinnati style chili where it's like I don't know if you all know, it's got sh- cinnamon in it Ooh. and it goes on top of a hot dog. Oh, that sounds good. Yeah. Or see. it goes on top of noodles. Now, see, I'm in Kentucky where like northern chili a lot of time, or I don't know, at least in Ohio has noodles. Mm-hmm. I don't I necessarily in prefer, Ohio. That's prefer how they eat that, but I will eat it that way. That's why my husband prefers it. I'm good either way. See, you know. it does, and see with me, and I think a lot of a lot of the state, but not everybody in the state. If it doesn't have beans, then it's hot dog sauce. That's what we call it. That's like, <laughs> oh, it's yeah. like hot dogs. I mean, it's it's, we, we yeah. call it hot dog chili, but there is a definition that if there's no beans, it's the one that goes on hot dogs, or it goes on a plate of noodles, which is still Cincinnati style too. So. Did I've never heard of noodles, but it sounds really good. You're an honorary Texan now, so. Yay! Yeah, sometimes my husband makes funny because sometimes I'll get a bag of Fritos and, and I usually, my chili gets filled up with crackers, but if I'm not using crackers, I fill it up with Fritos. Yeah, like we'll purposely, like if we're making chili, the fixings, you go get the cheese, the sour cream, and the Fritos. Even the chives are optional, but the Fritos, that's just what it is. But well, those are even, like here, like I've seen them at like parties where like they just have all the bags of Fritos and what they'll do yeah. is they just pop up in the bag and you just put the chili down in it. Frito pie. And you just, yeah. We call those Frito yeah. pies down here. Yeah. yeah. They sell so, those yeah. football games. Now, you probably have to be setting that lights too. <laughs> I can imagine. You have that in PA. It's actually really good. It gives it this like, it's different than a cracker in it. It's like, gives it this like salty like taste with it. It's, it's yeah. really good. Now, if you really, really wanted to be fancy or you're rich, you buy the scoops, the big, uh, big Fritos that are, oh, you know, yeah. they cost a little extra and then you just, you just dip them <laughs> that yeah. and beans and all. So. I don't know. <laughs> when they were doing that, I texted me and I'm like, I'm not from Texas. I've never even been to Texas, but I put Fritos in my chili. Yeah. <laughs> I have still yet to buy a copy of, uh, of Settlers of Catan. And, and now I don't know if I ever will. <laughs> They ruined it. I really liked everyone's faces when they realized, oh, that's not what this is about. <laughs> I've never heard of that other than on this show, but maybe that's more. Is that common in Texas? Oh, no, no. It's it's a popular game everywhere. Yeah, it's just, it's. I mean, uh, do you know it, Tiffany? Or am I just like, okay. I've never heard of it. They call it Catan, but it, it's actually called Settlers of Catan, but some people call it Catan. But, I've yeah. never heard of it. Mm-hmm. And I think the game board looks a little different than what they had, but uh, but yeah, it's basically like a uh, it has a following as big as like Dungeons and Dragons, you know, or that kind yeah. of you know. yeah. Is it as complicated? Because I tried to play Dungeons and Dragons once in college. Like I had some friends try to explain it to me, and I was like, I I can't do this. I, like I don't understand what we're supposed to do right now. You go fish instead. <laughs> I'm like. I can play like look, can we get out Monopoly, Clue, something? Like I can't, I can't do this. I don't know what we're doing. Yeah, it's not as complicated at all as 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 Dungeons and Dragons because you can okay. go so deep into to all of that. But but it is very um how do I say followed kind of similarly that kind yeah. of just kind huh. of kind of following. But but I do I love how she came prepared. Like she's like, I got Monopoly mm-hmm. Scrabble. <laughs> She was like, yeah, we're doing anything else. <laughs> if they uh, didn't get back together, like she would never have played that game again. <laughs> no, I don't think she would have. 
I don't think Mateo would have. I I really like Judd trying to step into his role of fatherhood this week with Riot. Riot. Wyatt. Wyatt. (laughs) Close enough. (laughs) That was my favorite part of the episode. I just, I adore Judd so much. He tried so hard. And, you know, I thought he gave him really good advice. Yeah. Just didn't fit for the position he was going for, apparently. You should definitely research what you're interviewing for because not everything calls for a suit you know i was really hoping they were going to look a little research first yeah (laughs) yeah judd loves to give advice and yeah even though that wasn't technically bad (laughs) advice it was still the wrong advice and he got a reputation now for that so i don't know i don't know you're still scarred from the cat and amy (laughs) i am i am still putting that on Judd. We don't have Amy Acker on every and episode. The poor sick cat. <laughs> the poor sick cat. Who wasn't sick? <laughs> Josh is like, I didn't get my weekly dose of Amy Acker thanks to Judd. <laughs> <laughs> but it was. I mean, it was really good advice, but it wasn't appropriate for that particular job, you know. And I was thinking, I mean, it's the advice that, you know, our parents would have given our grandparents would have given and it's the advice that i would have liked to have given someday but you know you kind of have to like use common sense and be aware you know if he was i was gonna say auditioning if he was interviewing for this job that you know was casual and and you know just very i mean i think it was more gen z than millennial you know that's the problem because judd i mean like yeah and at our age, I mean, like, even like me who, you know, I mean, I'm a millennial, I'm an elder millennial, but we wouldn't have like went into it. Like I've never been into an interview that I would have went casual because that's just not yeah. how we did things. The poor judge yeah. trying to give the only advice that he knows that when you go for an interview, you wear a tie and you get dressed up and that's what you do. Yeah, absolutely. But you know, that's <laughs> not the case yeah it was just very a very gen z atmosphere mm-hmm. and they obviously were well jed jed was not aware of that i think why it was but you know why it was going along with the advice it was probably really nice for him to have that fatherly advice yeah. he never had that you know mm-hmm. so he here he was experiencing something he's probably always wanted to experience and and it was definitely good advice it just wasn't applicable to this situation yeah. you yeah. know and it was good like Jed was saying, at least he was able to pass that on. Mm-hmm. I think Jed was more, like he said, it wasn't the suit, you know, because Wyatt learned some good lessons, you know, it, it, yeah, you dress up in the suit, you show that respect, you shake that hand, you look in the eyes, but that that's something great to have in, in the future when it is applicable. But I think Jed was more upset about, I didn't, you know, try to help him be him. Yeah. You know, he didn't yeah. try to yeah. to yeah. be his best, the best Wyatt instead of just the best interviewee. And yeah. I think that's, you know, so that was, I, I thought that was pretty cool on Jed's part to notice that. I think that was like super fatherly to kind mm-hmm. of catch that and realize like, hey, I should have supported my kid from the inside out, <laughs> not from the outside in. Yeah. Jed, Jed is learning though, because I yeah. mean, when they were, you know uh when he was talking about taking the internship you know and having to you know live close to austin and everything else like that what does he do he looks over at grace like for permission before he offers you know for yeah. him to stay there so he's learning he's <laughs> <getting there. laughs> 
in his defense i mean he was you know you had a baby and all but you were thrown straight into parenthood with like no like time leading up to like learning how to navigate all of this so yeah. that was a teenager at that exactly yeah so he was not you know just a, a husband and then suddenly he was a dad of a teenager you know mm-hmm. and, and an infant at the same time infant yes. teenager is probably the most Ooh. stressful stages of childhood yeah. And he's thrusted into both, you know. Yeah, he's just trying to to compress, you know, what how old is he? 15, 16 years old, you know, worth of time into, you know, a few mm-hmm. months. And you just can't sometimes you can't do that. I know I he's doing bad for the tailor, because <laughs> <laughs> I know. Not that much eye contact. <laughs> <Too much. laughs> I'm glad he caught on though that he let him know that he was training him like how to interact. <laughs> And he wasn't just being awkward. So it's like, okay, okay, I get it now. Like he kind of smiled and nodded like, it's okay. He's doing great. Of course he is. Okay, this is just, <laughs> this is him trying to teach his son manners, you know. <laughs> and build that confidence, yeah. You know, Absolutely. I think that, that's the thing about Judd. He's just, you know, he's a big confident guy. And that's why I think sometimes he gives bad advice because he's just like confident in whatever it is. It's just like, that's what we're doing, <laughs> you know? It's yeah. just like... Yeah. Do it. Things are <laughs> you know yeah exactly you know this is what we're gonna do and we're gonna go for it <laughs> yeah absolutely so tell you but, what though yeah. those um those last like what 15 seconds of the show stressed me out i didn't know what was gonna happen i could tell some i was like okay something's gonna happen like something bad's gonna happen i honestly thought maybe it was gonna happen to wyatt mm-hmm. we left him yeah, out in the car but then it happened to my judd and i got like the moment you saw the security guard i mean the moment that guy walked over it's like yeah this ain't going anywhere good like and when they said gas oh and i'm thinking the guy that's detecting the gas is saying stop we need to not be here and they keep going i mean there's so many times that they could have backed up a little bit well also like if you're smelling gas you think there's an issue why are you letting people in the building like why don't we like say something have locked it down sooner the instant yeah. that the instant the employee felt lightheaded, that you know, and beforehand, evacuate. I mean, yeah, evacuate, shut it down. Call the fire department. Let's get it checked out. But like, not even just what was it waste and sanitation or something like that. I don't know what it was. It wasn't even you know exactly. I would have the instant you sm- the you smell the gas. Okay, that that could be anything. We're gonna be extra cautious because we'd rather be safe than sorry. Even if we did overkill and ruined everybody's day for nothing. But you still want to be aware of that. Yeah. The, but the instant she felt lightheaded, that's, that's yeah, yeah. You, you call the fire department, you do something because that's enough to warrant, you know, hey, there's a concern for this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she could have felt lightheaded for any other reason. And it was coincidentally the same time that something else made no. it odor. But you can't make that assumption. You know, you have to be safe than sorry. So. Mm-hmm. Looks like they were sorry instead of safe, which is absolutely way too intense. Super scary. Yeah, and I think that might be kind of a Gen Z thing too, because it's like we're working here and we don't need to be wow. doing this, you know. Mm-hmm. It's kind of that's like true. I feel like that's kind of the attitude that maybe may have happened in there. I don't know. They didn't really show that, but yeah, it all kind of happened at the same time. But I will say this once he saw the guy you know like showing the gas levels i'm like oh yeah something's gonna blow up mm-hmm. i did not think it was gonna take the entire building oh that was I, pretty much the whole building it was a lot 
That was if Judd is like, I mean, we know that Judd is this great firefighter, but the man has a broken leg right now. Okay. Sure. So he's kind of like not at full capacity. So I don't like this. Yeah. Like if it was regular Judd in there, I'd be so confident. Like, oh yeah. But fine. He was in the elevator shaft and they made a big point of showing that, you know, before the episode ended, like you could see him walk into the elevator shaft. And I think even his senses were going off because he's like watching these guys walk over. You know what I mean? So he had to have like some firefighter senses. He is firefighter tingling, you know. How's he going to get out of that elevator? I don't know. I'm just stressed. No, I know. That's the thing, you know. That's my guy. Like this, this stresses me. I have a feeling that that's probably the safest place he can be in that whole building. Probably. probably. It's like He's a in a giant metal box inside of a concrete tube. And as long as he's not on like a really tall floor to where he could like plummet. Maybe he didn't go up yet because he was entering he was the building. Quick. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully so we're good. Still, yeah. But they, it was very significant, you know, and it, it was even the look on his face, like he was suspicious, but it was even almost endearing the expression that he had. And so it was, they made a point to really show that. And it was either going to be his demise or save him. Yeah. And it was, you know, and you don't, if what I can tell, according to the preview for next week's episode, yeah. we're going to get that to that soon. It wasn't a say your goodbye endearing yeah. sentimental look, which very well could have been because that's what they made it seem like. I went immediately, like as soon as the episode finished, I'm like, okay, let's Google the next one. I'm like, I need to see the preview. Like Judd yeah. looks like he's okay. I mean, he, he does look like he's okay because we see him. Unfortunately, we see Owen on a stretcher. Yeah. Um. So that's not good. And that they're talking could about like death and everything it's like whoa yes they keep talking about one of their own and they're talking about death hopefully it doesn't go that far but i think that's why it was so ominous when that you know elevator door was closing because it could you know indirectly lead to whatever tragedy they're hinting at which we hope it's not a full tragedy just a near tragedy because <laughs> there is absolutely no one that i will accept being a full tragedy on this show Absolutely. poor tiffany's face look when we mention owen i mean she's gonna riot if i am mad no, no. <laughs> i'm real mad if judd dies we riot no. y'all can have owen it's fine it's okay. I know. <laughs> I mean, that's how i feel no 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 i don't want you to have owen either but like I, if i have to you. choose owen or judd I'm gonna choose. We know who you're saving gonna fire. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and then Owen just got his family. I mean, yeah, you know, he hates me right now. Brother, <laughs> you know. <laughs> we already had this discussion because we played a game in the group and I avoided Owen and like this kiss Mary avoid game. And she was not happy with me anyway. So oh <laughs> Yeah, I was like avoid Maddie. I think I scared you there, but yeah. I know, I know, and I didn't like that either. I'm being not, honest, not to shoot back to nine one, but yeah, I, I'm not a, I'm not a huge Maddie fan. I didn't know this about you. I learned something new, and I didn't know how I felt about it. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like I'm still processing. Give me a moment. I love Hewitt has been my girl since her Kids Incorporated days. So <laughs> I love her. Okay, Kids we watched that too. Yeah. When you just said yes! that, a flood of memories just come back. It's just like yeah. Huh? yes that was my show oh no. my goodness yes like literally the theme song popped in my head oh this is going on right now i hear it <laughs> josh head. is jamming out to the theme song and kids incorporated right now you need to put a little sound bite oh, of it 
Kids Incorporated was far superior in many ways to the Mickey Mouse Club. Oh, no, I don't know if we go quite that far. <laughs> no, no, I grew up on Kids Incorporated. I liked the Mickey Mouse Club but... with Ryan Gosling and Justin Timberlake and like I forgot Ryan Gosling, Gosling was on there. Yes, yeah, I know Christina. That was, I know that all the pop stars were there. Maybe that's why I don't like it because I don't I don't follow Harry Russell was even on there for a while. Y'all remember that? That's old school. That's because I'm almost 40. She was before Justin and all of them on there. I miss those decades. I wish those were on somewhere you could stream them because I would make my kids watch them for yeah. sure. They should be on Disney Plus. Disney Plus, if anybody's watching there. Anybody from there. Disney. <laughs> Everyone Don't over the it. age of 35 will binge watch those. Absolutely. Me, you will make so much money. People <laughs> subscribing, you know. Mm-hmm. You'll get more subscribers. Yes, absolutely. That needs. We to took a it. turn all the way to Mickey Mouse yeah. Club, so that's kind of crazy. It's okay. It, that was it, a good it, day when you made it to Mickey Mouse Club. <laughs> exactly, it is. And well, I mean, when you think about it, I mean, nine one one is Fox. Fox is now owned by Disney, so we're all still in the same realm. It's yeah. all good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Can't you bring everything back to Disney somehow? Yeah. I feel like we can. Somehow, I think we really better. It all revolves around the mouse. Yeah. <laughs> we need to convince them to have them streaming and then we can do like a little special off episode of just you know covering kids incorporated and the mickey mouse <laughs> clubhouse mmc yeah but at least we're gonna get to see one more episode i was really scared because we were really thinking that this was the last this was the season yeah star, so that would have been a cliffhanger yeah i would have not been happy with that i mean yeah that we could have rioted we wanted mm-hmm. <laughs> Although, what the heck, Fox? Both of our captains are in trouble next week. That's yeah. true. You're right. That's true. You're right. And I, I think, think they keep doing that. They keep trying to tie the two shows together in some small way. They parallel. There's a common theme. You can't lose one captain, but certainly we're not going to lose both. Yeah, at so least one of them is going to be good. Yeah, it's almost <laughs> a giveaway that, hey, one of these is going to turn out really well. But I can't see us losing either captain. I can't either. I really think it'll be okay. Let us know on our Facebook page who you think is going to make it. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I know. No, definitely not. Like, Ouch. Take Owen. <laughs> Hashtag Bobby. Just let us know. <laughs> team Owen, Team Bobby. <laughs> This is the morbid edition of that. <laughs> that did get dark fast. It did. <laughs> well, I think it's like Grey's Anatomy. They're not going to kill a bunch of people, like right? That is very true. Yeah. To do that. Yeah. Well, we just said this is Disney, so you know maybe they'll just make it the happiest show on Earth. You know, <laughs> <laughs> happy lives. Just this once, everybody lives. <laughs> exactly. Uh, you, you, some people will get that reference. Well, I think that covers it for both 911 and 911 Lone Star quite crazy episodes. I am still very happy about Nancy and Mateo. <laughs> Mancy. Mancy. I, I, I mean, we can see. I'm waiting for their wedding. I think that's going to be great. It, it, I'd love to have a, you know, be an <laughs> extra in that episode. That'd be great. I will fly out to California. <laughs> <laughs> We're legitimate Texans, you know, it'll make it look authentic. Come exactly. on, guys exactly so just throwing that out there in the world just letting people know so but you can find us on our facebook page and our facebook group we've got lots of awesome groups out there covering different shows that uh including this one that uh, you might be interested in we have twitter 
right? Correct. Twitter, mm-hmm. Instagram, and TikTok. Of course, you can follow the podcast uh, on Podbean or on our YouTube page as well. Look for fam- uh, Fandom Family Chats. I'm tug-tied there. But until next time, I'm Josh. I'm Jeanette. I'm Bethany. I'm Tiffany.